where nobody knows your name is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Hello and welcome to Where Nobody Knows Your Name, a Cheers podcast. I'm James. And I'm John. And today we're looking at the episode, The Heart is a Lonely Snipe Hunter. Oh, it sounds dramatic. Oh. It was, this was released on the 10th of January, 1985. It's the 14th episode of season three. What a treat. And this one was written by Heidi Pullman and directed by James Burroughs. Heidi Pullman must be a car episode, don't you? That's whoa, what you're thinking. Whoa, whoa. Wrong. Wrong. Wrong, James. Get, you're dead wrong. Get back in your lane. Yep. This episode, uh, not much car at all. Very little car. It's quite a lads episode. Yeah, it's a fun one. We'll kick off with the cold opening. It's a nice musical one, isn't it, James? It is. They've all caught an earbug. A bit of a tune. The best way to appreciate it might be through a little bit of a sound bite. Grab your coat and get your hat. Leave your worry on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Baca martini and a seltzer, please. You got it. Leave your worry on the doorstep. Just direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely song, is it, James? Yeah. And what song is that, James? That's On the Sunny Side of the Street by Louis Armstrong. And uh, Coach gets the wrong song, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Classic Coach. Yeah. What does he sing? <laughs> My spurs, they jingle, jangle, jingle. <laughs> it's, a, yeah, it's, a nice, it's a nice one of that. So the, the song passing from person to person until it ends up a coach who just... It's a game of Chinese whispers, isn't it? He just sings a different song. Yeah. Breaks, breaks the mold. Coach does what he wants. Both of those songs are on our Spotify playlist. Play it again, Sam. What was that name again, James? Play it again, Sam. That's a lovely name for a Spotify playlist. Yeah. Check it out. The unofficial, official Cheers Spotify playlist. Full title, Play It Again, Sam, the definitive Cheers playlist. Find it on Spotify now. You'll find all of your favourite songs that featured in Cheers, such as Jingle, Jangle, Jingle, and On the Sunny Side of the Street. There's also the Bonanza theme. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was quite a hard plug, plug for the uh, playlist there. But do check it out. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you've got any other songs that you think might fit in the playlist up to Series 3 so far, do suggest them and we'll add them as we go along. Now, this is a fun episode, isn't it, James? It is. We, uh, we kickstart back in the bar, and there's a bit of a smell going around. A physical smell, not a tune this time. Coach is there. Uh, he's got a cigar. Which is a bit odd. Yeah. We've not really seen Coach smoke before. Members of Cheers fan club, I believe it was, mm. they were pointing out that you don't see people smoking much in Cheers, which was odd given when it was set. Yeah, it was actually a bit weird to see someone smoking in a bar. I mean, I haven't seen that for a very long time. And uh, it was quite weird seeing... Someone who was working. We've seen Sam smoke mm. in the season three premiere. When he was like the gangster dog. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so his cigar is, uh, well, here's a quote. What's that stink? <laughs> Smells like they're burning the chef's special up there at Melville's. Smells like they're burning the chef. Yeah. It's dark. <laughs> is that a Carla quote? I think it might be. <laughs> <laughs> Sam comes in and he says... Um, Says, is someone boiling tar in here? No, someone smoking my cigar. Will someone please boil some tar in here? Yeah, it's a, a lot of hate on the cigars. I suggest something might be up with Coach, really, why he would start smoking again. Yeah. 
Anyhow, that's not the main focus of the episode. Yeah, it's just something which happened. I, I confused it with the cold opening. Um, that's how disconnected it is. What we do find out, though, is that Sam and Norm are prepping for a little trip. They're going on a holiday. They have a little fishing trip. The two lads, and they're, they're pretty excited for it. They've got all the necessary camping gear. Like a TV. Like a TV. And uh, they're going out to do a bit of fishing, and I think they're quite excited. Someone else does a bit of fishing. Yeah. Cliff, fishing for an invite. Yeah. <laughs> So he realizes oh, yeah, you're that, going fishing, yeah. <laughs> he realizes and he's very quick to try and get himself invited on the on the trip. He kind of does it to a point where they have to go, would you like to come? And he goes, Wow, I wouldn't want to intrude. And they go, That's fine. He goes, Wow, if you really want me that kind of thing. <laughs> then they, they open up to the whole gang and then Cliff goes, Ah, oh, this was supposed to be like a private thing, just the three of us. <laughs> you know, Cliff knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's a master of the, the spire game. <laughs> Uh, well, well, it's quite transparent, really. <laughs> I would say he's a master. Should we talk through all the yeah, that's, that that's are in this episode? Let's find out who there's in the gang. Kelsey Grammer as Frasier. Mm-hmm. Alan Koss as... Alan. Good. Tim Cunningham as... Tim. Walter Smith as customer number one. <laughs> he also appeared in Matlock and Hunter. Not of the snipe variety. Just, just regular Hunter. <laughs> Among others, he's the one who starts singing in the intro. Okay. Kim Elliott as customer number two in her film TV debut. She leaves Cheers singing the song. And H.B. Newton as customer number three. This was his last film or TV role. And he enters Cheers singing the song. It's, it's almost like the subversion of real life. Yeah. It's, mm. a, it's a shame it's the other way. It would have been quite cool if it was uh, someone walking out of their last role and someone walking in on their first. Yeah. Same it was the other way, but it's still cool. That's a nice yeah. fact, James. Yeah. yeah. The title derives, of course, from the 1940 Carson McCullers novel, The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. And what's that novel about, James? Just just a man hunting? It is about a deaf man named John Singer and the people he encounters in a 1930s mill town in the US state of Georgia. So not much real relevance. But you know what I do like, James? Right. Opposed to last week's episode, this title... Exactly what it says on the tin. That's why I can get behind it. This one is the heart of a lonely snipe hunter. That's what we get, and yeah. I, I'm happy about that because it's a good episode. We know what it's about. We're impressed. We said earlier that Cliff invites himself onto it. Another quick quote from that is Cliffy, you want to go fishing with us? Well, no, it's okay, Sam. I don't want to infringe on you and Nam's good time. We're well, gonna have to if you want to come along. <laughs> That sets up the tone of the episode. It's quite a lads, boisterous episode where they're all just making fun of each other. That's it, exactly. All the bants. They're going out fishing. What else do the lads do on fishing trips? I've never been on a fishing trip. Do they only hunt fish or do they hunt snipes? Oh, yeah, they do a bit of snipe hunting. Mm. And uh, what, what is a snipe? Because actually, Sam claims that the snipe isn't real. But the twist is it is. It's just sneaky. There is a snipe. So... I got a bit confused by this because I originally thought a snipe wasn't a thing. I think it's playing on the fact that the phrase a snipe hunt mm. is akin to a fool's island because a snipe is a real bird, but very sneaky, uh, very difficult to catch. But a snipe is an up as well. Huh? An up. You know the Pixar film? Yes. So I thought it was fictional from that. Then it was in Cheers and then I find out it's real and I'm really confused. <laughs> But yeah, so it's a fool's errand, which is exactly what they send Fraser on. Fraser tags along with the fishing trip because Diane thinks it will do him good. He's in a bit of a slump at work. He's not feeling on top form, she thinks. Him going out fishing, it will do him good. Yeah, he comes to me going, you know what? I hate Diane. My patience. 
what was the the thing he was at last week? A nerve ending? A nerve ending symposium. Yeah, that might be why. It's, it's bored. So Fission will get him out of his funk. So on the Fission trip, he finds himself looking for a snipe. And on his journey into the wild, he gets ditched. All the other guys, they return to the bar laughing because Fraser is out there in the cold looking for a bird that they believe doesn't exist. Imagine if he came back with one. I would have liked to have seen that. That would have been good. It would have been, oh, well, it looks like we're the fools. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. It would have been good if he tied up at Cheers with like a sack of like <laughs> a snipe caught in there. That is the one from Up. Who <laughs> <laughs> would not believe the adventure I've had. <laughs> <laughs> but they send him on this fool's errand. Yeah. They all find it hilarious. And Diane is, uh, she's furious. She has got Sam and kind of says... He was really excited to go with you. Or oh, he sees Sam as a good friend. He sees Sam as a good friend, yeah. And uh, she's really disappointed in Sam for doing this. I'm not mad, Sam. I'm just disappointed. Fraser returns to the bar. Yeah. And what does he do? He goes, hey! hey! He's far from being mad. Ecstatic. He's had a great time. He didn't find a snipe, but he, he found, found himself. himself. <laughs> <laughs> Off the back of that, Diane is upset because Fraser appears to be even more of a fool now yeah. for enjoying uh, his time out in the cold, searching for a bird that was a fool's errand. And she convinces everyone that they can't tell Fraser that it was a fool's errand. Yeah. Maybe years from now, you'll look back and laugh about it. But for now, just let him think he's one of the gang. This backfires. Because what does Fraser want to do? Go out again. Yeah. He, he tries <laughs> I, I let you down, gentlemen. I, I, I didn't catch a snake. <laughs> that was my that was my Kelsey <laughs> that was good but he uh, he convinces them all to go back out there with him to try and find the snipe and they're all like way double prank Diane takes Fraser into the office to have a chat with him they played a childish prank on you I know that what? good lord Diane I mean, a man does not crouch in the woods for two hours without having a revelation or two <laughs> So this is part of a plan, and I unwittingly helped you. So yeah, he reveals that he's going to double bluff them. And as soon as they get back out there, he's going to abandon them in the woods. That'll teach him. Not sure how much logic is there, but... You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to abandon them. <laughs> I'm going to run into the woods by myself. <laughs> but anyway, he, he's, he's on good form. He's enjoyed his time. As they're, as they're all leaving, they all think they're going to prank Fraser. Fraser's going to prank them. And it starts to snow yeah. outside. And they're all having a good time. And Fraser goes, <laughs> I guess I'll leave them alone in the cold in the woods. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good episode. I think this is one of the episodes where I don't think there is a B-plot, really. There's a conversation which is sort of a B-plot, which is the uh, Red Sox trivia. Carla and Coach are trying to ask each other Red Sox trivia questions, mm. but before they finish the questions, the other person answers, and they realise that they've played so much Red Sox trivia that they can't think of any more questions. I don't know, it's just not as much fun as it used to be. I think we've been playing together too long. What was the answer to your next question going to be Frank Malzone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite sad. It is sad, but one tidbit is that one of the questions was about an over 300 hitter, mm. to which coach answers Jimmy Fox. Mm. Can you tell me the connection, previous connection between Cheers and Jimmy Fox, particularly in regards to coach? No. 
T-bone, yeah. Scapagione, mm. the cutout they used for T-bone oh. was of Jimmy Fox. That's interesting then, that they sort of recognised it was him, but it wasn't him. Yeah, it's just someone who looked like Jimmy Fox. Mm. Yeah, strikingly like Jimmy Fox. So yeah, I thought that was an interesting little tidbit, if not a B-plot. I had actually forgot about that conversation as part of the episode. I was all focused on the snipe. Where's the snipe? I want the snipe. But I think it was... Please. I... <laughs> My wife, she keeps asking me, where's the snipe? How's the snipe? So please, the snipe. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting episode, and it was an episode about fool's errands and going on journeys that were unneeded, but I think in some of these episodes, you need a bit of that kind of... Fridge going, I'm going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like that. It was an adventure episode. That's the trivia bell, which means one thing. Questions. Boy, James, have I got some questions for you today. I'll start with slightly a uh, dark one. When asked what's new, Normie, what does Norm say? Terrorists, Sam. They've taken over my stomach and they're demanding beer. Yeah. What do you think of that? <laughs> I, I would have loved for Sam to go, oh, I don't negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> Norm, and just take a beer from him. You'll have to find someone else to drink today. <laughs> Get up. I can see why you think it's a bit dark. There's a debate whether it's aged well or not, but... There were terrorists back then. I thought it was just Norm trying to be satirical. I'm not sure whether it was. Maybe it is more satirical than dark. But anyway, he got his beer. Which films did Norm rent for the fishing trip? Porky's 2 and Splash. One of them related to fishing because that's what fish do. Porky's. Yes. Yep. (laughs) I haven't seen either of these films. I'm not sure there's anything interesting of them. They're both comedies. Nude. Are Are they both sort of, um,. American Pie. Yeah, sort of, but, but, of, but of an 80s. I don't think I'll put it on my no, watch list. No, not, not too bothered. Oh, well. Maybe I'll ever go fishing one day. <laughs> um, this is slightly in line. What's the top priority of equipment to bring on the fishing trip? Beer. Nah, t- TV set and a portable VCR, James. Of course. How are you going to watch those films otherwise? But this is, the, this is the thing I don't get. If you're going to prank someone... I mean, you've brought a VCR... Why are you coming back to Cheers? You can go back home. Well, you, I just watch the films. You know, I've gone, I've gone fishing for a reason to <laughs> watch on, We're going to abandon Frasier. We're in the middle of Porky's 2. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Which Red Sox players are named in the episode? Jimmy. Jimmy Fox is one? Uh, don't know, James. Jimmy Fox, Don Budden, Cornelio, Lou Clinton, and Frank Malzone. I was going to say all of them. They're on the tip of my tongue. Particularly Conigliaro. <laughs> In this episode, when they were hunting the snipe, what was Fraser's position as a new inductee to the hunting of a snipe? Amateur. He was the bagger. Oh, I see. He was the bagger, and he had to do the snipe call while the others go off and search the snipe out. Do we have a little audio snippet of the snipe call? I'm sure we'll put one in. <laughs> I can't, I can't picture that noise uh, attracting any wildlife. You know what I would love to see? A David Attenborough documentary <laughs> on snipes, but without ever seeing any snipes. I thought you were going to say, yeah, edited David Attenborough videos, where it's that cool, edited it. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. I'd also love to see that. There must be some kind of parody or April Fool's kind of thing where they've like shown an animal, but it's been nothing. I'm sure zoos do that as well. Yeah. Look at all these stick insects. It's just a tank, isn't it? No, no, there's a stick insect in there. 
I, I went to um, the zoo, I say about last year, there was a fish part, an aquatic part, and one of the tanks was just full of plastic. And I was like, where's the animal? And I stood there for a while and then read the sign, and it was actually about plastic pollution awareness. And I was looking for an animal in there, but it was actually just a statement. So I'll, I'll pass that message on to all the listeners. Don't pollute the oceans. Ted Danson would like you not to pollute the oceans too, mm. as part of the charity he's involved with. Oceana. And I think that's an important cause. So I said, yeah. check it out. Maybe we'll be toasting a nice glass of water at the end of this. Purified water, plastic free. Which brings us to last call. I enjoyed this one. It was a fun episode. It showed us about wildlife. It showed us about belonging, which is what Cheers does best. We got to see Fraser in a bit of a sort of new light. He got to have a bit of fun. He took a walk on the wild side, <laughs> much like Lou Reed instructed him to. Yeah, he took a walk on the wild side. He had a good time, and I think he, he got his own back as well, which yeah. is important. That he wasn't a victim. No one was a victim in this episode, because everyone was just part of the fun. One thing you touched on there is a lot of this episode was about nature and wildlife. Mm. We talked about Oceania and water a bit there. We talked about snipes and I think part of what we can dedicate to is nature mm. in all its forms. Let's raise our glasses. What are we drinking today, James? Have we got any orders from any listeners? Steve T. Rogers has ordered a black and tan, mm-hmm. which is a beer cocktail okay. made by layering a pale beer and a dark beer. So black and tan because of the two colours. Sounds suspicious. Steve, we'll give it a try. To Steve. You know what I like about all those colours? About this drink, the black and tan, it's all the colours living in harmony. I believe it's the same colour pattern as a snipe. It's right. Yes. So it's quite fitting. I have no idea that's true or not. But it could be. Thank you for your order, Steve. We'll give it a go. Here's to you, Steve T. Rogers. Thank you for your order. Remember, if anyone else out there wants to do any orders, hit us up on Facebook and we'll sure to pour you a pint. Or mix you a cocktail. This has been Where Nobody Knows Your Name. Here's a toast to water. Steve T. Rogers, Snipes, and Porky's 2. Thank you for listening to Where Nobody Knows Your Name.